Meredith. Hey, Zainab. How's it going? Good. I've missed you. Not that we haven't talked, but I've missed recording. I miss recording too. It's really nice to be back on track. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just uh, I missed you a lot and the podcast and everything. So it's good to it's good to be back and it feels nice. Mm-hmm. I don't even know that we need to give much explanation for why we took a pause, except for like 2020. Like, yeah, that's why. <laughs> 2020 happened. Things are happening. It's just, yeah, there's a lot going on and we had a pause. We're not mad at each other. People were no. afraid we'd, we'd broken up, but. <laughs> like, oh no, the band is still together, guys. Don't worry. Um, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We, yeah, we've been in touch. Like we've done, yeah, just been outside a couple times trying to enjoy like the weather, um, dealing with COVID-19 um, and yeah, just sort of just been busy. I finished up school and I've been what I like to call fun employed. Yes. Um, <laughs> It's not unemployed if you're fun employed. Um, And yeah, I've just been sort of like looking for jobs, pottering about my apartment. Um, I managed to rent, I'm sharing a studio with an artist uh, who's on summer vacation. So I've been traveling out there. It's about like a 40 minute, 45 minute bus ride outside of Stockholm. Uh, So I've been going there most days. And then I kind of went off the grid for a week uh, out in the Swedish woods. Um, And that was really lovely. I feel like, I mean, I love my apartment. I appreciate it so much. I appreciate that coronavirus is happening while I live alone in a nice home. Um, I don't know what it would have been like if I had had like 10 years ago when I had the roommates that I had in a, in a situation in London, that wasn't great. Um, I'm definitely very grateful, but it was just so mind blowingly amazing to have a change of scenery, to look at some trees, um, like swim in a lake and yeah, like it's just, it has been so healing for my soul. Um, and I really hope that, I know somehow everyone can get a chance to have at least a small break somewhere out in nature. Um, and it's really funny because I feel like we in our group of friends were always joking about how I'm not a nature person. Yeah. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I'm like, I hate nature. I'm a city girl. And then this summer I was like, well, maybe I am a bit of a nature person, actually. Um, you know, I've just, uh, um, when I was staying out, um, outside of the city I kind of made friends with my Airbnb host and she and I would go for walks in the woods um I went blueberry picking like That's just so straight, nice which is amazing and I feel I feel like um sometimes it's easy to forget when you live in the city that we live in a country that's got so much nature and yeah. It's just so lovely to be able to just go wherever um, and like pick blueberries. Um, But then, yeah, so yeah. And then another thing that I'm really proud of is I've been swimming in various like lakes and rivers and stuff in Sweden. And I'm really proud of myself because I've always... Like I've sw- like I swim in Turkey in the summers, which is like a whole different type of water, um, and you can clearly see the bottom. Whereas here, you like can't. It's so dark when you swim in a lake. It's um, you just like can't see anything like below your hips. 
<laughs> then you're just like, I really hope there's no lake monsters. Like, I really it's hope. It's true. I'm not- <laughs> like, you I'm cannot not- see anything. You can't see anything. It's pitch black. Um, so, I mean, for me, it's been really, like, a brave thing I'm proud of myself for that I've been able to swim. And I, you know, even while I'm paddling, I'm like, I'm like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's just weeds. It's just sand. Whatever there is at the bottom of a lake, there are no lake monsters. Nothing's <laughs> going to grab my ankle and pull me down. No, <laughs> like, no, no. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I've, I've done that a few times. So, yeah, so I just feel like I, especially this year, I got to be really grateful that I live in Sweden um, in a way that I wasn't really before. So yeah, that's yeah. been me, what I've been up to. Yeah, I mean, this summer has weirdly gone by in this weird time warp. I think we talked about this before, like time's going really quickly, especially because the routine is so the same because of COVID and because we're being careful and not really going out so much. So I've been working a lot and like we're walking around our neighborhood I know our neighborhood backwards and forwards now. I know every single street on it. And I know what you mean. Like, we need a change of scenery, too, just because we literally walked the same streets over and over and over and over again this summer, just trying to get some fresh air, trying to get some exercise. And my sister lives in Chicago, and um, she's always complaining about how it takes them hours to get to nature. Like, if they want to go on a nature hike, it's it's an all-day excursion. And I do think we take for granted that, like, really within 20 minutes on my bike I can be in like a really nice park I can be by a lake I can be in the woods like I can really feel like I'm in nature which is really lovely like it's a lovely thing about Stockholm um but I'll but we too want to get like an Airbnb and kind of get away because I mean we've been working you know being at home since March it's been a long time time it's been five months and we canceled our holidays of course I was supposed to go home in June for my brother's wedding like we had you know a lot of things planned and we've just been here which is okay like it's yeah not the worst thing in the world but we need a change of pace we need a change of scenery um because also it's not like it's over because no. <laughs> we're just gonna keep hanging out here for months now yeah yeah exactly um it's it's not over just because we want it to be over. <laughs> no, just so. because five months has been a very long time. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's done. <laughs> like, like, all right, I'm done with it now. It's just done. Um, is how I feel. But yeah, I like we talked about earlier, you and me, um, I'm a little bit worried about what it's going to be like in the fall and winter. Um, I think in a way we were really lucky that it started when it did, which was sort of the funner part of the year. Um, but I'm trying to live in the present. I'm trying to meditate. I'm trying to enjoy the moment yeah. and just be like, you know what? That's future Zainab's problem, not future mine. Future Zainab, yep. <laughs> we will have a lots of FaceTime. Not that we're having fe- not having FaceTimes now, but we'll have lots of cozy movie nights virtually. Yeah. Well, you know, but it will be different. Like if this is still a thing, you know, it'll be a different kind of winter. Like there won't yeah. be the holiday markets maybe or like how yeah. we travel yeah there's a lot to be seen but um for now, for now enjoying the summertime 
enjoying summer um and just yeah and it's been really and really warm here um a few days so it's just been really nice to be able to pretend that we're on some like summer vacation spot yeah yeah exactly (laughs) um yeah there was one night or there was one day where it was really hot and I was like okay it's 10 a.m like surely I'm the first person that's awake on a Sunday that's trying to go find a spot to swim in um and I was biking and then I like kept having I kept having to bike and bike and bike because everywhere was full like every single point of access into the water um was full like people had like taken out full-on like blankets and towels and beach chairs and everything and then I was like well I guess I'm going home now like you know like fine because I just didn't really want to be amongst that many people um and then finally I waited I think around 11 30 at night and then finally I was like all right like I'm gonna try again so I went I went swimming at really late in the evening, but I mean, as you know, it never gets fully dark here in the summer. Yeah. So, I mean, there was still people kind of milling about, but not too many. And it was kind of nice, actually. Like, it was very magical. Um, it does yeah. have this amazing, like, midnight summery, um, midnight sun quality that is, yeah, it doesn't get old. Like, as much as I think the winters are really rough, the summers are so amazing. Especially yeah. when you can be out and like be with friends and be social. The summers are fantastic. Yeah, exactly. I'm so grateful for the summers. Um, and I get like temporary memory loss. I'm like, winter? What winter? Yeah, there's the winter in Sweden. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? I don't remember. Um, no. So yeah, so, I mean, it's just been really nice. But yeah, I know exactly what you mean about knowing the streets backwards and forwards. Like, I even see the yeah. same people out on walks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting some neighbors, like, yeah. streets we didn't know existed. Actually, in the island where you and I live, they have these little signs up that I've never noticed before that are, like, historical oh, um, right. mm-hmm. like about the buildings. I'm reading them all. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this street used to be where all the tanners lived. Did you know that? In the 1800s, this house used to be the, the factory owner's house. Like, I must have walked by them a million times. But now I'm stopping at every single one. And I'm like, oh. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Like, yeah. Hmm. I know. And I guess I'm always surprised by because there's a park near where you and I live. And I guess in previous years, I would only go to like, I would only go to like one area of that park. Um, and because I mean, that's where most people go, you hang out, hang out on blankets and barbecue and whatever. But then I've been trying to avoid people um, like this spring and summer. And like, that's, the primary place I go for walks and then I've discovered all these like different areas of it and every time I discover a new like tree or something I just get really excited I'm like oh that's one I haven't seen before (laughs) so true yeah for an area that I've lived in for years like there are actual parts of the island I realized I'd never been to and some of them are really beautiful like really beautiful architecture like gorgeous buildings like I've never stumbled on this or like this cafe and I'm putting like flags in my phone on my Google map for like places okay. I want to go when things return to normal. Like this is a cute cafe that I'm not going inside right now, but like saved for later. Yeah. Yeah, so. exactly. And yeah, I, I kind of discovered like the part, like the Eastern part of the Island by bike. Um, yeah. So I'm going for like long bike rides, like around the Island and then um, just to get like fresh air and exercise um, and avoid people. And, like, that area, like, I don't know anyone who lives there. I've never had an excuse to go there. But it's really lovely. And you're just like, oh, and it's relatively, like, the parks are relatively empty. Um, yeah. And so it's been kind of a fun, 
little adventure um, discovering where we live, which I, in a way has its positives. Because I feel you can spend your whole life just doing the same things over and over again. So it's been oh, such easily. an exercise. Yeah, in discovering I, new things. I wouldn't have ever. I mean, it's almost like when you have a commute to work and you get that commute in your head and you never deviate, like ever. And yeah. you never take a side street. Like you just, this is the commute. Yeah. And then one day you go a new way. You're like, yeah. oh. I didn't know Peter. This is all so shiny and new. And yeah, and it's I don't know. Yeah, I've had a lot of thoughts recently. And I think I might um I might write uh, like a personal essay about this in some way. But um I yeah, I've had a lot of thoughts about how we used to think that our worlds were so big, you know, it would just be like, Yeah, I just took the bus to the airport and now I'm in this whole other continent and it was relatively easy and you know, and um but then overnight it feels like our world just got really tiny and now you know a lot about historical housing. I know <laughs> I know all the different trees in the park. Like, you yeah. know, and it's just uh, it's been kind of weirdly meditative as well, like to just sort of explore where you're at in the present as opposed yeah. to like, oh, like I'm jetting off to Mexico this winter. Like yeah, exactly. um so yeah, so I mean, I think that's one way that uh, things have changed. That Corona has changed me forever. <laughs> it has. It's been humbling, and I hope that even mm-hmm. in thirty years, I don't take my summers outside for granted. I'll be I like, you know, you know, the future generations are going to get so tired of us being like, you didn't know twenty twenty when we couldn't go outside, and like you're going to enjoy this picnic, damn it, because they're going to be like, what's wrong with you guys? Like, you know what it's like gonna be like telling the same like stories over and over again and they're just gonna get so sick of us <laughs> but whatever <laughs> it's like like what did you do during 2020 like I was on the couch <laughs> that's what I did I saved humanity by being that on the couch <laughs> yeah it was very it was very brave um but yeah and I mean I guess that kind of is a good segue into our uh topic today yeah so I've been thinking about this topic before COVID hit and Zainab and I had been brainstorming like how to broach this topic. But when we started this podcast like over a year ago, you know, we really wanted it to be empowering for people with anxiety or any, really anything. I mean, depression, like, you know, any sort of like, you know, mental struggle. Um, And we, I enjoy sharing stories because that's what you and I bonded over, like laughing and, you know, sharing these stories about the silly things we got anxious about. Um, but really I wanted the overall theme to be like, you know, sometimes we have silly thoughts, but we're still like bright, successful women that this doesn't have to be debilitating yeah. to bring you down. Um, and then I just realized, you know, I just wanted to come back to that just because of like listener feedback, not necessarily feedback about the podcast, but I felt like more people that found out that I had anxiety through the podcast maybe walked a bit more on eggshells around me or like mm-hmm. checked in with me more or they were like oh gosh I didn't mean to say something that might trigger your anxiety which is the opposite of what I hoped for this podcast like I hoped right. more that people would be like I have anxiety too but like I'm also the CEO of a company or you know I'm also like a full-time mom of five and it's fine and yeah. I wanted it to be like building people up and instead I felt much more people were like oh, I didn't tell you this because I didn't want you to get anxiety about it. And it's like total opposite of what I was going for. So, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that before I expand? (laughs) Um, 
<laughs> no, I love that. And I, I don't know if, I don't know if necessarily in so many words, I was like, yes, this is what my hope is for this podcast. You know, like, I don't think I had had like a manifesto in my, you know, written out or anything, but I think that was like the general agreement that you and I had. And like, I took that for granted, which is what I'm realizing now. Cause I was like, well, of course, like we're going to talk about our anxious stories and we're going to laugh and some topics are going to be more serious than others. Um, but I mean, you know, I just, I kind of just take it for granted that we, each like we people would see it the way we see it um totally so I mean yeah like I it has been definitely sort of an exercise in like oh okay hmm like this has been exactly interpreted in a way that was different than it was intended and Um, not by everybody either I mean we've also gotten amazing feedback from people that just like they love the stories or they can relate or you know they look forward to the next episode and like People send us their stories, which I love yeah. so much. And we should, yeah. again should have a, a episode of like latest stories we've gotten. Yeah. So it's brought a lot of joy as well. So definitely it's not the reaction from everybody. No. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it was enough people that it was like, oh, huh. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I assumed everyone would get this. That like, yeah. it's not that we're sharing this so that people know to act differently around us. Yeah. It's like we're sharing this. Um, to empower people not to actually yeah Yeah. and not to act differently even for themselves like not to feel like oh there's something quote-unquote wrong with me or I'm broken in some way and you know even like whether that's coming um as a reaction to someone else with anxiety or for someone who they themselves have anxiety like they're the purpose of I think what we wanted for our baby podcast was that (laughs) we wanted it to be empowering and just sort of like two normal girls who are fabulous and have also anxiety like it's not like one thing detracts from the other or yeah I think you know what I mean um so yeah so yeah that's definitely been an interesting reaction and I think exactly like you said we've had the podcast long enough now and we've had the reactions frequently enough now from enough people that maybe we need to talk about it and something that um I think we've also noted through the COVID lens <laughs> is that um well I think I can speak for both of us like when guidelines come out from be it like the U.S. or Sweden or well, so personally, I'm reading guidelines for both the U.S. because I'm an American citizen and Sweden because I live here. And I also check out like the U.K.'s website as lot as well because uh, I trust their guidance. Um, so whenever I read a country's guidelines, I just follow them. Um, you know, I find it pretty easy. And actually, it's given me less anxiety about COVID because I feel very armed with like what to do. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, oh. Yeah. There's this virus out here. This is what the experts say to do. So I'm going to go do them now. Um, And I think that people think that's anxiety. In fact, I know people think that because they have said to me, like, Mm. gosh, like, are you staying inside because of your anxiety? And no, surely, surely, no, that's not the case. It's because (laughs) the government has told me to stay inside. (laughs) That is literally what the government has said. I've heard heard a long spectrum of things this summer. I've heard like how, I've heard like how has the, how has Corona affected your anxiety? Like almost assuming it has. 
I've heard, when are you going to end your extreme isolation? That's a question I've been asked. <laughs> I was like, uh, I, well, I didn't realize it was extreme isolation. Um, so yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting those kinds of questions because I'm just a guideline follower, basically. Mm-hmm. And I mean, respect to that. You are a very good guideline follower. And I have been very impressed with your commitment to following these guidelines. I think for me, like... I think I am, maybe I'm not on the same, I want to be, I want to be a better guideline follower, but sometimes my short-term wants just override. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, some days I'm like, you know what? I have to see my friend and I have to go to a cafe. Otherwise I'm going to like not feel good, like mental health wise. Um, And also I think I live alone. So for me, that's been like such a, you know, lifesaver or mental health saver. But I mean, you've been, I I think it's admirable. Like I wish I could follow the guidelines more consistently and um, than I have been doing. Like not to say that I haven't, like I have been pretty careful and I've been following, especially compared to maybe other people um, out and about. But like, I mean, I think it's, I don't think it's anxiety. It's just that you are dealing with the reality of a situation in a really mature and adult way. Like, and I think sometimes it can be that like, I like for me anyway, I know that when I'm not, I know when I'm not following a guideline and I am in denial about it. I'm like, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just pretend that like Corona isn't happening, but like really there's a voice in my head that's like, hmm, like, is this a good idea? Like, are you sure you're doing the right thing? Um, yeah. But it has nothing to do with anxiety. It's just being exactly. a conscientious, clever um, person who is doing their best to deal with a pandemic that's, you know, of such huge proportions with so many unknowns. So and I, and yeah. I don't want to pretend like I'm being a perfect citizen because like, I've obviously, you know, haven't followed everything to a T. Like I've, you know, I'm sure I've met with other people outside my household and, you know, all those things. Um, but I just think it's interesting that I actually think what happens is if you're, if you're doing something that the minority of people are doing, like for instance, in Sweden, no one's wearing a mask. If you're wearing a mask, then you are, maybe that's a bad example actually, because that's not in the guidelines. But if for instance, like I meet up with people and I ask that we stay two meters apart, which is part of the Swedish guidelines, because very few people are actively doing that when they meet up with friends, that makes you in the minority. Therefore you're doing something wrong when actually you're following the guidelines. Yeah. And then people are like, uh oh, where's this stemming from, Meredith? Like, is this <laughs> is this is this hearkening back to something from your childhood, maybe? Or and literally, Zainet, there are signs everywhere all over Stockholm with like two blue figures in two meters. Yeah. Actually, my boyfriend and I got in a debate about it the other day. We were on a walk and he was like, one meter is fine, like two meters is like extra careful. And at that exact moment, we walked on the sidewalk in front of those signs that said, like, keep two meters apart. And I was like, it's on the sidewalk. Like, it's the rules. They even have those in the park, you know? They even have these little circular, they're like circular stickers, like, you know, like 30 centimeters in diameter. And they're like stuck everywhere. So they even have them in the park, which is supposed to be a place where, you know, like it's, oh, it's fresh air, whatever. So they're literally stuck everywhere. So, I mean, they're the guidelines. I mean, I'm going to put it on our Instagram. They're everywhere. They're all over. If I walk 
to the grocery store for my apartment, I'm going to count how many times I see that sign. Like, they're everywhere. But then if you go to the park and, like, ask a friend to move their blanket a bit further away, they're like, it's her amygdala. And I'm like, it's, it's, but it's not. And I guess that's what I want to say today. It's like people that follow the guidelines, or rather, if you and I are someone that someone knows is doing something the minority of people are, that's in the minority, it doesn't mean it's anxiety. Like, I have anxiety Mm -hmm. about a few things, but I'll tell you what they are. And Corona actually isn't one of them because I feel very armored, like I said, with guidelines and I'm just following them. Like, Mm -hmm. what gives me anxiety is when people are like pressuring me to not follow the guidelines as though it's odd Mm -hmm. that I'm following the guidelines. That's Mm -hmm. what gives me anxiety. Yeah. What a way to pinpoint that. And, um, like it's so awesome that you're so self-aware and you know exactly what it is that gives you anxiety. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent with you. Um, like, I feel like sometimes our um, our podcast is just like us like agreeing with each other, <laughs> <laughs> which I kind of love. Um, my friends, my friends, like supporting and agreeing. Um, yeah, I think this is. I've put a lot of thought into this as well um, about being in the minority, and I think. It, I think it can be a little bit problematic sometimes when like there are guidelines, but there's no really like uh, incentives or maybe like binding, like it's not, yeah, there's no like consequences. Um, there's no like, like laws saying that you have to follow them. Like, not, in Sweden. not in Sweden. And I think maybe that's been a bit more challenging for you and me, because when I talk to friends, I don't know what it is, what it's like for you in the US or with your friends in the US. So when I talk to my friends in the US and like my family in Turkey and friends in London, like places where there's been lockdown, like in a way I think they're having a, it's harder, of course, like lockdown has its own challenges. Um, But in a way I imagine it is pretty freeing because you're like, well, like we're all doing this and there's like this thing, like there's no, responsibility for each individual to decide what they're doing in a variety of situations yeah. like it's like no you're just not allowed to leave your house like yeah nah, like that's it um so I wonder if we would have had a similar experience with the anxiety comments if we'd been in a place where um everyone had to do the exact same thing and there would be repercussions um so I don't know but I mean in any case like it is hard to be in a minority in any group setting, like, and being like, oh, um, I mean, I can, I, I feel okay giving this example, but I think, um, like, a group of my friends decided that they were going to have, like, a barbecue outside, um, and I was like, I really want to go, like, I really want to see my friends, and I miss them, and I miss group hangs, but I was, I was just like, I don't think this is, I don't think we're supposed to do this, like, so I opted not to go, um, and, like, I felt really sad about it, and I was like, oh, no, like, are my friends gonna, like, not want to be my be friend mad anymore? At me. Yeah. Be mad at me, so, I mean, like, that's the kind of that has caused me anxiety in that, like, like, are following the guidelines going to mean that people are upset with me? Like, right. um, yeah. I mean, that's been difficult, but it's like, well, like, everyone needs to follow the guidelines. Or, <laughs> <laughs> we all follow the guidelines. Nobody would be mad at each other. Um, so, I mean, yeah, so it's been, it's been interesting, but I don't know. I don't know if, like, yeah, and maybe, I don't know. I don't know if they 
I don't know if that group has said anything in, but I mean, I can definitely see a situation where like potentially people might be like, Oh, Zainab has anxiety. Like that's why she's not coming. Right. Right. And like, I don't know if that was said, like our friends are lovely, nice people, but I mean, that kind of scenario presents itself well to having those kinds of comments come up. And like Exactly. And I could see, you know, why people don't want to always share that they have anxiety because of that. They don't want right. every yeah. future decision they make to be pinned to that. And like, <laughs> I have lots of friends and family that mean the that have the best of intentions, but that still do it. Like even close family members of mine that have known me my whole life. I'm trying to think of a good example. Like there have been times when it's been like, uh, you know, I've been really sick or I've been having like very real symptoms and I've gone to the doctor and they've been like, yeah. Is it your, you know, are you sure you're not overreacting? And I'll be like, I'm bleeding. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just, there's always yeah. this factor of like, could it be your anxiety? And I just think, especially for you and me, I believe because we're seeing therapists and we're so in tune with our anxiety mm-hmm. that we know when it's our anxiety. And, and, and of course, sometimes anxiety is reasonable. Like the, the times that we're working on or that I'm working on personally is when anxiety is not reasonable. Okay. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes anxiety is super reasonable to have and you should have it. And like, that's not what I'm trying. I'm not trying to stop anxiety in my life. It's impossible. It just yeah, oh, happen, yeah. You know? So <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I think I've been talking to my therapist about that a lot. That she's. I mean, she's been saying that this like latest therapist that it's not that I have an anxiety disorder, which mm-hmm. I guess is more like a diagnosable like OCD. I should actually look more into what this means exactly. She's like, you have anxiety about things, but you don't have an anxiety disorder. Um, right mm-hmm. like you know you understand what your boundaries are and like it, much like guidelines you follow them and like that's your path in life but it makes some people uncomfortable like yeah mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't as rigid with guidelines and that's okay too like no judgment I'm not trying yeah. to say I'm judging people that are out no. there you know doing their own thing no judgment I am I understand I am a rare case that follows rules so rigidly but just don't confuse that with the fact that I have anxiety. That's just a Meredith personality trait. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just it. And I mean, it's good. Like, what if nobody follows? Like, it's good there are people who follow guidelines. Um, I mean, not just, I mean, with Corona, but also in general. But also, yeah, I really loved what you said about, um, you know what your boundaries are and you stick to them. And uh, again, that's something I really admire and want to learn more about for doing for myself. Wow, that was a really odd sentence structure. (laughs) (laughs) We really haven't. I really need to get out more. Um, Like, I'm just so excited to be talking to someone. I'm like, (laughs) 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 the words are just piling out from my mouth. Um, No, but yeah, I would like to be better with boundaries. Um, I think sometimes I can very easily, uh, I know I'm uncomfortable with something, but I can very easily get anxious about how like the the group or a person will perceive me and then I immediately opt for like you know not being uncomfortable and then I'll just like give up my boundaries and then just continue with whatever the group wants (laughs) um not always and I'm getting better at it for sure 
but this has been like something that I'm dealing with. Um, and even though, and then afterwards I'll be like, Oh, that didn't feel so great. Like I probably shouldn't have, you know, like shouldn't have done that life yeah. lessons, etc. Um, so I mean, I think it's so great that you are aware of your boundaries and you are aware of like how to respect them. And sometimes it is like, it's not fun and it is uncomfortable and people are like, people will have their opinions and there will be consequences. But I do, I do admire that like you follow them and I want to do more of that. Thank you. No, I appreciate you saying that. I really do. Because something I've been talking with my therapist a lot about was that I used to think that that was like a bad thing because so many people will pressure you and peer pressure you and be like, oh, this is annoying. Can you just do it, please? Or whatever. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. and then I was like, I'm in therapy to stop my rigidness with rules. And she's kind of been like, why? (laughs) You know, like, you know, let's rewind. You know, because yeah. I thought these were my list of problems. And she's been like, none of these are problems. This is your list of problems. Like, it's just been really nice. Oh. And she's just kind of like, you should just own this. Like, this is who you are. And your like, family members might get annoyed or, like, friends might get annoyed. They might not understand or they might not, like, relate. But mm-hmm. and, and I think people don't mean to make you feel bad. But they yeah. can accidentally make you feel bad and be like, this is something you should fix. And it's just yeah. taken me. Uh, it's taken me to the age of 32 to be like actually this isn't a thing I need to fix like it's not harming anyone you know I'm this is just part of like me based on many reasons which I'm exploring with my therapist but um yeah so yeah I appreciate you saying that because it did take me a long time to think it was a good thing Mm -hmm. I just thought it was yeah I don't know what I thought it was something to be fixed and now I don't think that anymore Oh, that's so lovely. Um, I think I have a bit of ways to go with that as well. Um, and I mean, it is hard. Like you, I want to be, per- sometimes I don't want to, I so don't want to be perceived as an anxious person that I will go out of my way and do things that I'm not necessarily comfortable with. Like just because I'm like, no, I'm cool. I'm easy breezy. <laughs> like, look at me. <laughs> Like, oh, no masks, and we're sitting next to each other and breathing on each other. Like, that's no, totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. yes, <laughs> please spit all over my face. I don't want to be perceived as an anxious person when I tell you, like, could you please sit a little bit farther away? <laughs> um, so, I mean, yeah, like, I definitely will go out of my way to be agreeable and perceived in a better way than I'm actually feeling. And it's hard. Like, it's hard to be like, no, like, these are my like like saying no is really hard for me um I think it's hard for a lot of people um saying asking for your needs like asking for something um I think we've talked about that in um maybe the conflict episode um a little bit about like you know asking for your things that you want and like it's okay to ask for things and you might not get it but like you still need to ask and um so yeah so I mean these are things that I struggle with as well because always in the back of my mind somewhere is like oh no like what if they think I'm anxious and crazy (laughs) yeah um, I get that too and I'm not free of that either. Like, just because I stick to rules doesn't mean I'm not sad. Because then I'm like, I'll never be invited to a party again. Like, that, those, those thoughts still cross my mind, too. Yeah. Um, like, that's, too. I won't say that I'm completely free of those things. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, please, this is, like, public service announcement. Please invite us to parties even if we say no. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just going to be so, it's just, it's just. It's weird to have FOMO 
like fear of yeah. missing out, even though you know you wouldn't have gone anyway. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're on Instagram looking at people partying yeah. out in the lake and you're like, oh my God, that looks amazing. Like they didn't tell me, but I'm not going to go. So like, anyway, but it would be nice to be invited and missed. I know. <laughs> not asking for a lot. Like still just invite me, even though you know I'm gonna say no. Um, no, I'm just joking, but I'm also not. Um, yeah, no, I what a great, what an interesting topic with so much to think about and I think it's come out and I mean I think right now a lot of our examples are from COVID times but I mean I know this was happening like beforehand as well um and I mean like even with some like you were saying it's not that people I I think people have the best intentions like they don't because it's like if you and I and I understand them in a way because here I am being like, oh, I have anxiety. Look, I have a podcast about it. And then like, and then they're like, well, like Zainab has anxiety. Like, I don't want to make her more anxious. Like, I mean, I yeah. understand that thought process. Like, it's very considerate in a way. Like, yeah. um, but it's just, yeah. It sometimes it can have like the opposite effect where it's like, I totally get your intention, but the impact is that you asking me or telling me like oh no like is this gonna make your anxiety worse actually makes my sadness worse (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) or makes me feel bad about myself um like so yeah so I mean none of this is coming from I think for you as well I'm assuming um I don't think our thoughts and feelings are coming from a place of like judgment or negativity I think most of the times people aren't being snarky like they're just trying to be helpful and thoughtful and kind Absolutely. and yeah no, this is more of like a public service announcement than an anger I'm not angry at all maybe that's no. why we're not sharing stories because I don't want people to feel bad like I, this is just more educating people maybe I can share one story because this happened with our with our group of friends but it happened a long time ago and I think they'd be fine with me sharing it but a long time ago Zainab it was so long ago I can't remember social interactions like before this summer <laughs> I can't remember but we were out, um, I think you were there, and a few of our friends, and we were at a bar in Ulster Mall, and we were just, it was just like a summer night, and we were having cocktails so long ago, and um, somebody brought up aliens. Were you there for this conversation? And we, and we started having a debate about whether aliens were real. I might have been, but honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> I, I can't even remember the details now, but but there was people there that really believed in them. And then I, okay, I believe in aliens, but I don't believe they've come to Earth. And, like, I don't believe they're hiding in Nevada or something like that. Like, I just don't <laughs> believe that. And somebody was really giving a lot of evidence. And, like, uh, he was like, you've got to watch this documentary. And we were having a debate. And I was like, I just don't believe these things. Like, I just don't think this is real. And somebody was like, don't, somebody said something like, if you don't keep giving examples of aliens, you're going to get Meredith anxiety. Like, <gasps> something like no! that. No! Like, opposite. Like, I don't believe this at all. Like, it's just, it's, it's a thing I would never, ever, ever have anxiety about. Like, there's a million things I could stay up late worrying about. Like, a meteor hitting Earth. But, like, not aliens. It's just never going to keep me awake at night. Like, never. And this person said it with the best of intentions. Yeah. Like, they, they mm-hmm. meant it nicely. Because I was like, yeah, I really don't believe any of this data you're giving me about aliens visiting Nevada. <laughs> and they were just like, you know, don't scare Meredith. 
And that's when I was like, this is hmm. silly. Like, this is a silly, like, I don't need to be, you, I enjoy intellectual conversation and I enjoy intellectual debate so much. And it would make me so sad if people thought they couldn't have those with me because they thought, yeah, because they thought I'd get scared of aliens. I'm never, never, I'll never be scared of them. It's just not going to be, unless. You're saying this now, but remember our episode in January where we were joking about pandemics and then it happened? And, like, I just don't know if in six months we're going to be recording a podcast about aliens. (laughs) I mean, okay, today, unless there is a conference where world leaders at the UN are like, we are under attack, (laughs) then I will be very scared. Then I will be very freaked out. But, like, these documentaries where they have a photo and they're like... No one's ever seen anything like this. I'm just like, I just... By the way, like, I love that example. It's so good. It's just such a good example. Um, Maybe we should try to, I don't know, make, like, some sort of Instagram, like, you know, <laughs> like, drawings or something. Things we're not anxious about. Things we're not anxious about. <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> like, public announcement. Um, What a great example. I love it so much. Um, Yeah, no, I mean... <laughs> yes and like how I it's like no like you're not gonna have anxiety about aliens you know like I'm good like you're good we're okay it's not that easily Uh, triggered in me and I can't speak for everyone but like I know what's gonna trigger me and I probably will avoid those conversations but if we're having a fun cocktail night talking about like conspiracy theories or Bigfoot or whatever like (laughs) totally fine yeah, I think um, I think maybe the person, my Airbnb host, because I very, like, last week I really did, in all seriousness, like, go up to her. And I was like, I'm sorry, like, are there any lake monsters in this lake that you know of? <laughs> I almost hit my water. I did. <laughs> I was like, look, just, like, do me a favor. Do me a favor. like like has there been any like episodes of it has there been anything (laughs) um I don't know if this is a good example because now everyone's gonna be like oh well Zainab's just like over anxious (laughs) (laughs) but like I think sometimes our anxieties differ because you worry about or you will worry or you will be anxious about maybe like real things that are possible, like actually like in a smart way, you know, it's like, Oh, I don't know. Is there a chemical leak in this lake? Or like, is there like, I don't know. Are there like rusty spikes at the bottom of it that like, I can like, you know, like scratch my leg on. Meanwhile, I am like, Hmm, is there a lake monster (laughs) going to drag me down? (laughs) She was like, no, it's fine. (laughs) But I really appreciated that she was so validating of my fears and didn't judge me for them. Like she didn't roll her eyes or she wasn't like, she didn't laugh at me. Like in all seriousness, and like just yeah. super genuine and was like no not that I know of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like but you know if if someone asked me that because I live on a lake in uh South Carolina like that's where my family lives there's there's snakes in the lake I mean there's snakes. I and there, there are I don't I don't think it's as common definitely not in Sweden um and there's like turtles and there are things that like will like mm-hmm. nibble nibble at your toes for real if you're in the water 
So if somebody asked me that in South Carolina, I would be like, look, you might feel something on your feet or like you might see a snake or a a turtle might nibble at your toes. But like, so I would also be like, look, good question. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. There are things to look out for. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, but absolutely. If I was in the lake and something nibbled at my toes, I don't think I would ever get over it. <laughs> and I was not previously warned about it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. No, I, I don't think I would ever get over that um, in any way. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's a good point. Like, everyone's anxieties are so different that, mm-hmm. that you could never guess what someone's anxieties are going to be about. Like, yeah. You and I are very similar, but our anxieties are very different. So mm-hmm. it's very hard for a listener or any any friend of ours to be like, this is something that's going to trigger yes. Meredith. Because they, they just don't know. I mean, yeah. nobody knows what's going to trigger me. Or like, so yeah. it's, not, it's not worth being like, guys, let's stop talking about aliens for Meredith. Because it's like, <laughs> you don't <nope>. know. Wrong. <laughs> like, Wrong anxiety. And then like, I can pop out from behind and be like, yes, I'm anxious about aliens. <laughs> let's stop talking for me (laughs) like this is worrying me um no exactly which I think is a good like way to say like you never know what makes someone anxious like either ask them what things make them anxious and find out more or just assume they're okay a thousand percent I would never be offended if someone looked at me and said is this giving you anxiety that would never upset me I would be like thank you for asking it's not and then like I continue the conversation it's more when people assume assume and take two steps and be like let's 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 not talk about this for Meredith's sake and it's like that's which is also something I talk about with my therapist like uh, yeah that that that's what I'm trying to do more in my own life is not assume I know how people are feeling like I should ask like yeah mad are you upset and like anyone can ask me at any time if I'm feeling anxiety I will never get offended um but believe me when I say no like someone asked me the other day like is COVID giving you more anxiety and I was like COVID's not like people pushing me to break guidelines is but like yeah COVID is not keeping me awake at night because I'm doing what I can do and if I get it then I'll handle it like the best yeah so oh that's yeah I think that's a good that's a good summary is when in doubt ask but just don't assume and I think that's like life advice to live by anyway not just with presumed anxiety but if someone's mad at you or if someone's upset or whatever like it's just always better to ask than to assume um people think I'm angry and I'll be like I'm actually sad or I'll be like I'm hungry or I'll be like (laughs) I'm uh sunburned like there's a million things people assume when I'm angry I'm like actually it's something completely else or like not what I am yeah and this is such a good reminder for myself as well like I will project and assume so much and then I'll ask and then I find out like oh no that's totally not that (laughs) Like, oops. Um, so yeah, I mean, w- wise words to live by. Um, but yeah, no, I think this is like really good to talk about Meredith. Like, I feel like it's something you and I have discussed quite a bit um, off offline. Um, so yeah, so I think, and hopefully our listeners will take away some important yeah. um, information from it. So yeah, we, we could round it off with a what are we not anxious about? Let me see if I have any notes. Um, 
Yeah. So yeah. So on that note, uh, things we're not anxious about. I am not anxious about telling people to stay two meters away from me. <laughs> which I, yes, I have discovered this um, at the supermarket and the art store I was at a couple weeks ago. Um, and I don't know what it is with people who are normally socially distant and all of a sudden overnight with Corona, everyone's like really snuggly all of a sudden, like in the supermarket mm-hmm. line. Um, so, I mean, there was a person whose head was basically about to rest on my back and I was just like excuse Ushekta like could you please hold your distance yeah (laughs) and I did it with like I wasn't like the super nicest like with my facial expression like I was pretty like angry and pissed off looking um and then they did it so yeah so apparently I've discovered I am not anxious about that so yay and some that would absolutely give a lot of people anxiety I think or you know thank you they would just not be able to do it you know what I mean yeah, it's like when in doubt, tell people to like back off. So, um, yeah, so I mean, that was like my little like, oh, hmm, turns out uh, this is not giving me anxiety yeah. <laughs> towards strangers. So, yeah, so mm-hmm. what are you not anxious about? I would say, obviously, I do have FOMO and like I miss people and I, I don't want to not be invited to things and I super miss hanging out with people I'm very extroverted um but I it doesn't give me anxiety when people cancel on me and I think I wrote this down because you and I were talking about it like Hmm. like if you ever if you ever message me and say like I can't record tonight can we reschedule or like you know something's come up I never assume like Tatum's mad at me or oh good you know she doesn't care about the podcast anymore or like if someone just cancels, like, if somebody just writes to me that day and they're like, I know we had plans, but, um, like, I need to cancel, it doesn't keep me up at night. And I think it does for, I assume it does for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't give me anxiety. I'm just like, okay. Oh, that's I mean, so nice. It definitely gives me anxiety to have to cancel on people, like, for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Like, whether I'm running late or I'm anxious or I'm sick or, like, sometimes I just don't want to do something anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, uh, but I mean, you, I'm, I'm usually pretty upfront about why I'm canceling, but it's still, I'm like, oh, no, like, will they hate me? Like, will they be mad at me? So, I mean, it's so relaxing to know that, like, you're not anxious about it. And I'm not anxious when people cancel on me either. I might have anxiety about having to cancel on other people. But, like, sometimes I like it when people cancel. <laughs> <laughs> that means I can just stay home and play Zelda. And, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I think that's all we really had to say this week. I guess this has been like a we're back, welcome week. Um, we took a long <laughs> 2020 break because of just so many things happening, like both personally and with the world and all that stuff. So thank you for letting us take a break. But we're back and we are we still love the podcast. Still want to keep yeah. recording. So um, keep sending us your stories. Keep sending us feedback. I mean, the reason we keep doing this is because. We always say, like, if there comes a day when we publish an episode and nobody writes to us and nobody says, like, that was that was helpful, you know, but people yeah. still are and it's really yeah. wonderful. We love getting your feedback. Yeah. Um, so I guess the summary, maybe the title of the episode is, like, ask, don't assume, because yeah. we love <laughs> talking about, you know, our anxiety, but mm-hmm. also it's, like, we're not having it all the time and, you, yeah. you know, if your friends or family have shared with you that they're anxious, like, they're probably not anxious about the things you think they're anxious about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is a perfect summary. Absolutely. Um, if you're not sure, ask. And yeah, we're all doing our best. 
dealing with everything um, all the time. So we can't all be like perfect, but yeah, just asking, I think is the easiest thing to do and causes the least amount of anxiety for everyone. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in and talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.